Late Night Health moves on. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. And, um, Daryl, this is, uh, I have to tell you, this is fun because Daryl and I, ha- uh, Daryl was off for a while, and uh, John Van Camp sat in for him, but it's great to be back with Daryl again. So I think this is like our third or fourth show that you've been back. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome home. Thank you. I would You're welcome. Rather be doing this than what I was doing in the time off. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, I get that. Uh, Del Jolly uh, is uh, our guest, and he's an advocate and educator uh, on a variety of plant-based uh, uh, plant-based uh, items from everything from CBD. He worked with uh, uh, Charlotte's Web uh, on CBD. Um, and uh, also has a company called Unlimited Scientists, Unlimited Sciences, a psychedelic research nonprofit. Um, and he's partnered with uh, people like uh, Johns, Johns Hopkins uh, University. Del, are there benefits from the psychological, the, the psychedelic aspect of mushrooms? Uh, it, it, studies are showing, yes, absolutely. There are so many categories of uh, mental health and wellness that psilocybin-containing mushrooms are showing to be immensely uh, helpful for. There's an organization who's been uh, fast-tracking a psilocybin product that's going to be FDA-approved called Compass Pathways. They have gotten breakthrough status from the FDA uh, which means that they get fast-tracked on their process to developing these drugs. And a, 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 the breakthrough status comes from psilocybin showing to be able to uh, treat treatment-resistant depression. And so uh, psilocybin, they're studying it for so many things, smoking cessation, anorexia, Lyme's disease. Uh, it, it's a... Uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. And then the biggest one, anxiety and depression. Uh, I am a huge believer that our mental health and wellness and the um, evolution of how we treat it will undoubtedly come from psychedelics and mostly psilocybin containing mushrooms. I I have to be honest here that uh, in my lifetime of, you know, let's just say over 40, that I have, I, I have um, not indulged in many uh, uh, puffs of smoke uh, because I just, it, it just never, I, I don't know, I never, I never liked it, um, though I will have an occasional drink um, of, of an adult beverage, and that's vodka, bourbon, tequila, um, those kinds of things. But I, I do it, I, I, I don't, I don't get drunk. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't drive when I drink, and um, but I do, uh, uh, you know, in, indulge occasionally. What about people like me, who may be somewhat? I, I don't know. I'm not fearful, but I'll say fearful of the psychedelic uh, things that we uh, were thinking of with uh, Timothy Leary and 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 vast trips and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these things are not to be taken lightly. It's, um, it's very um, disorienting. It's, um, 
uncomfortable at times. It certainly can be. Uh, and that's what, you know, we call the work, right? When you do these things, it's, this is the, this is the difference between mushrooms and a pill that you're getting from a, uh, a, a doctor. It's, it, it seems as though if these experiences, while they very well can be di difficult, people are investing the time to solve the problems that are ailing them. The difference is they're finding tremendous relief and it's long-term this, the, you know, for instance, smoking cessation, the pills and patches they give you for that, they couldn't dream of having the effects that psilocybin mushrooms have. And in a six week cognitive behavioral therapy put on by Johns Hopkins and one psilocybin trip, which lasts about, you know, four to six hours, these people who smoked for 19 years, 30, or, or I'm sorry, I apologize. They smoked for 32 years on average, 19 wow. cigarettes a day, that's a pack a day. Wow. I think it was 76% quit smoking, never smoked again. And they, and they induce these um, trips that, you know, some of the people are reporting this profound knowing of why would I poison my body? You know, my body is a temple, all these things that are trapped in our mind and when you shut down what's called the default mode network of your brain it allows you to access areas of your brain that you just can't when you're quote unquote sober and those those areas of the brain that are being accessed are allowing people to think differently and think about these things differently and have long-term success so while it can be very very uncomfortable and very um disorienting the health benefits that come after it. No one who does it, I, I shouldn't say no one, the majority of people who do this never look back and say that was a really, you know, terrible thing. I wish I'd never done that. So you, you, you have a single trip and you stop. Yes. One I mean, trip, like one and done. One and there, done. So there it's, like is going, a, it's like moving from Colorado to New York. That's it. Right. You never come back. It's never <laughs> come back. <laughs> so there's a, there's a African root bark called, it's a root bark called Iboga. Ibogaine, mark my words for all your listeners. I will bet everything I have on this. Ibogaine will revolutionize the way we approach the opioid epidemic. This is a very powerful uh, psychedelic root bark. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up because the African tribes who have used this for thousands of years is a one and done uh, experience. They do it once in their life. This compound, Ibogaine, somehow has the ability to shut down the withdrawal factors of heroin addiction. That Whoa. is the biggest and hardest problem with heroin addicts. They cannot get off because the withdrawals are too hard and they go back. This shuts it off. It's a very uncomfortable 40 hour trip. Okay. So you have to do this with a doctor. It's, it's, um, it's pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. However, your other choice is to die from heroin overdose. That, that, that's I'm speechless. I mean, that's, that is amazing. It, it, but they, what about the trip itself? I mean, uh, not having experienced that, I mean, um, you know, other than watching movies where, you know, there's bright lights and colored lights and lots of music. It, it, 
and I, I guess I've talked to people who become super paranoid uh, during a, 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 a trip. Is this something that can be enjoyable or is it usually pretty harsh? I'll just state that I'm, I am a, a proponent for psilocybin and I, I've worked very hard to create access to it. I, um, I love the potential of psilocybin. I only have the guts to do it like once a year, you know, okay. so it's, it's not easy. And, but, but it's, it's, you know, it's super important. And when done, if you're doing it with a therapist on a couch and, and your eyes are closed, you know, that's, there, there's different ways to do it. If you're doing it at a party, chances are you're going to have an uncomfortable event. Our study with Johns Hopkins is measuring just that. How are people using this in the quote unquote real world? And uh, we will probably be able to show that. Uh... Wow. Listen, Dell, will you come back sometime? We're going to, we're going to ask your, your cooking partner to come on the uh, Mark Allen uh, cooks program on uh, Facebook. And uh, cause I love mushrooms and you've given us a lot of information. Uh, I'd love to have you come back and we'll talk about how Dragnet talked about how marijuana was a gateway drug. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to come back and it definitely is the gateway to showing people uh, all the BS that we've been told about these drugs. Got it. <laughs> From uh, Umbo, U-M-B-O. Take a look. Um, I, you can go to umbo.com, right? Get, get Umbo, G-E-T-U-M-B-O.com. Get Umbo. Com. All right, I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Next up, we're going to talk about Daryl Wayne and all the radio he is doing each and every day. I think it's six days a week. We'll find out more as Late Night House continues. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment.
If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, and uh, we're going to spend some time with our friend and co-producer and engineer who keeps me going each time we do the show, and that is, of course, Daryl Wayne. Uh, Daryl is a well-known air talent. Uh, They used to call call us uh, disc jockeys, Uh, but uh, air talent, AT, is... uh, at least the current term that I'm aware of. And um, Daryl, I guess, is one of his big breaks was uh, working at K-Rock in the uh, 1970s into the early 80s? I was there from 1976 until 1982. Wow, six years. That's that's almost a record. (laughs) I don't know. uh, There's a lot lot of history there. Uh, Roddy Bigenheimer, Jed the Fish... Uh, morning team, uh, probably 30 years plus on that one. Right, that's true. And uh, you were also, I think, uh, part of a documentary on K-Rock, weren't you? They've done several uh, versions of both audio and video uh, documentaries, and I've been a part of most of them. Uh, a lot of them uh, you know, didn't get past a showrunner. Uh, some of them didn't uh, make it to the screen, but uh, I've certainly been talked to a lot about it. Was it a, was it a fun time? Absolutely. I mean, um, we were doing something that was unique and different in radio in Los Angeles. And the fact that uh, when I was a program director, we were still a progressive radio station where the disc jockeys uh, selected their own music. And um, that doesn't happen anymore. And while I was there, it changed. They brought in an outside programmer to uh, to tighten it up, if you will. And his first assignment actually was to... Uh, homogenize the station, make it sound like everybody else in town with, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, Foreigner, Journey. And uh, he found out that he was going to not be successful doing that. He had to go back to the music that we were playing, but he applied a a Top 40 background to it because that was what his past experience had been. And the combination of the repetition of a Top 40 format with the unique music that we were playing was was a hit. Well, 
I, I have to tell you that um, uh, yesterday I had a, uh, the, I got an email. It said, hey, take this quiz. And it was a, um, a, a rock and roll music trivia. And I failed it. I, I, uh, uh, the only music that I can remember playing was in Memphis when I worked for WLVS Radio. I actually was a talk show host on their sister station, but every two or three weeks, I'd sit in on a Saturday um, for uh, one of the uh, the weekend people. But the music it was it was more like what we used to call MOR, middle of the road. But every hour we played one Elvis song. So I'm not a music guy at at, at, at all. I mean, I know what I like, but I, I've not been a, 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 a music DJ. So if the, the uh, songs were about, if the quiz was about show tunes, you would have done better. That, uh, I actually, you know, for public radio, we had a Broadway show, uh, a Broadway music show. And every now and then I would sit in on that. I'd fill in for the host. Um, and uh, who's become a a uh, with her uh, her husband? I'm, I'm not going to mention names, but they uh, they've done a lot of music together themselves in in the uh, in that show show music uh, realm. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the fact you 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 do a daily show for Boss Boss Radio, which That's is BossBossRadio.com. That's correct. Right. And I think you just started the Daryl Wayne, the Insane Daryl Wayne channel. We uh, started a new alternative channel called Alt Boss Gold, and it's, uh, it's uh, subtitled the Insane Daryl Wayne's Alt Boss Gold, which is nice. Uh, I had you know quite a bit of input into uh, the imaging and uh, the, the music and all of that above. But again, it is an outgrowth or another extension of Boss Boss Radio. Boss Boss Radio has probably uh, seven or eight channels right now. They have a full-time Christmas channel. They have a 70s, an 80s, a 90s, uh, a Top 40 uh, channel, and a Boss Boss Radio, which we had also mentioned, which you know is fashioned after the you know Boss Radio in the 1960s and, and 70s. Uh, every major Top 40. Yeah, every major uh, radio outlet in, in most major cities had a, a boss radio, whether it be a BCN in Boston or WOR in New York or KHJ here in Los Angeles or KFRC in San Francisco. Right. I remember KHJ a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what we what I, what I we listened to back then. Um, you also uh, have another show um, uh, that you've syndicated, uh the latest from the greatest. Tell yeah, us about that. We've got over 500 shows uh, under our belt on the latest from the greatest. What we're doing is playing new music from uh, rock and roll and uh, classic rock artists that normally wouldn't find airplay at this point because most classic rock stations won't play new music and the stations that are playing new music are playing the people that were on American Idol or uh, you know, uh, more top 40, if you will, rather than, uh, you know, David Crosby or some of the uh, great rockers of all time. Yeah, I've been listening to some uh, some of the new music, and it reminds me of, to me, middle of the road, almost a folk rocky sound. It's um, it's not that harsh. Uh, 
I don't know, uh, uh, metal or acid, what grunge. rock, <laughs> right? Or grunge, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just, it's, and I can hear the lyrics. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, some of them aren't, aren't, aren't great. I would also um, mention I'm on the air on an oldie station uh, every day in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is market uh, oh, uh, 62, 63, right. something like that. I forgot that. And I'm on there, that must uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm on there seven days a week uh, playing the hits. Oh, boy. The proven hits. You're uh, midday on that show? I'm actually doing a seven, a five to five to ten right now, five to ten p.m. Albuquerque the, the, time, Mountain Time. So we gotta got it. Have time so zone issues with that. Five, wow, five hours there. Yeah. Um, how do you, you're doing this? Of course, through a variety of um, technology. Do you ever get think you're 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 on Albuquerque? But your your the technology is what you use for boss boss or uh, latest from the greatest. Well, um, there are ways of getting yourself confused, no question. Um, I haven't given the wrong call letters on the air in a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it uh, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah, I'll bet it does. It has. Um, how much has music changed for some of those classic artists? Well, music has changed desperately in the fact that it used to be if, if a, a rock band wanted to put an album, they would go into the studio and they cut 12 tracks and they put it on a, a, a piece of uh, vinyl and, and uh, there'd be some something consistency to it. It would be like if, if you play Dark Side of the Moon from beginning to end on, on either side, it tells a story. Uh, at this point... People don't buy, well, they're starting to buy vinyl again, but in general, people don't even buy songs. They buy downloads. And so um, most artists uh, feel that they can't make any money at that. They can make money touring, they can make money merchandising, but recording and and releasing new material is not something that a lot of people are uh, doing these days. At least the, the, you know, the the Who and the, uh, you know, the big Rolling Stones and the big bands. Well, uh, Alice Cooper is one that uh, I've seen pictures of you and Alice together. You've told some stories about about him. Uh, these guys are business people, is what you've told me. Uh, They're businesses. Well, very much so. Uh, when uh, the last time uh, my wife and I were backstage at an Alice Cooper concert, and I was talking to Alice, uh, you know, Sherry said, "This is amazing. Right, here's a man that uh, half an hour ago was hanging himself and." wielding swords and stuff and you're talking about web hits and you're talking about pass-throughs and you're talking about uh, you know the business of, of uh, radio the business of uh, of rock and roll right hey listen Daryl thank you very much for uh, sharing that with us and you can listen to uh, Daryl on all of those places uh, we'll uh, try to put some links up on our uh, website on this interview uh, with uh, with Daryl that'd be nice well I'm Mark I'm sorry, say that again. I said, that'll be nice. That'll, we will do that. Um, well, thank you, Daryl, as always. Appreciate your help. We had a good time with Umbo today. And um, we will be back next week. Uh, same time, same place, all that kind of stuff. Have a good week, everybody. Have a great week. And most importantly, have a healthy week.
We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.